Mark and Paul checking in. Hey, how about that time change? Everybody needed that, huh? I got a little extra pep and zip because <clears throat> my body wakes up at the same time all the time, so it doesn't matter. So instead of waking up at 3.30, I woke up at 2.30, and that's just a couple extra cups of coffee. That's fine. Hank Jr. is looking for his grandpa's shotgun. He doesn't think anybody stole it, but he thinks it got lost while he was moving from one spot to another in Alabama. The Remington Model 11... 48 16-gauge shotgun, and he's got the serial number. And he says, you show up at my place with that gun, I will peel off 50 $100 bills, no questions asked. In fact, I'll add $1,000 on top of that as a finder's fee. Or if you would prefer another gun or a guitar, I'm sure that could be arranged. Oh. Yeah. Hey. A lot of people around here know what it's like to be in love with a gun, so he just he just wants his grandpa's shotgun back. One of the uh, one of the issues with this hotel is parking. Now, if you, if you don't mind the parking garages, there's a lot of room in there. I'm not a parking garage guy; just don't, I don't care for them. Dark, dingy places, and I'm certainly not going to park in one in the neighborhood we work in at 4:45 in the morning. But. If the guy is still out in the hotel parking lot that's got the side-by-side with the trailer that took up two spaces, I might stick around and see him uh, try and get out of there today because <laughs> he's not going anywhere until a couple cars on either side of him move. I'm glad with social media, it seems to me anyway that more people are at least concerned about things that are going on, whether or not they get involved or do anything. I got quite a few comments over the weekend from people concerned about the possible privatization of Metra. And that's what I told those folks. I said, I'm concerned too, but nowadays you you can email your county commissioners. You can give them your thoughts. I don't know if it'll change anybody's mind, but at least you can be heard. 78 days till we leave for Mexico. And this Saturday is the big party. We're going to give it away. Be out there at the Powder Horn. They're going to have the kitchen open till 9. So if you want a hearty meal, you can do that. And we're going to find out. We got two people that are going to Mexico that don't currently know it. Reading up on the story of that head-on crash that killed a man early Sunday. And the gal he hit had to be life lighted. And, you know, we uh, part of the things, part of the uh, redoing of all the intersections and everything in the Heights this summer was to uh, comply with the Americans with Disability Act so wheelchairs can go and get from the sidewalk to the asphalt and get across the street safely. I don't know how many years ago Paul brought up the idea. You put up those things where you can only go one way onto an on-ramp. And while it's not going to 100% eliminate the head-ons, it is dang sure going to cut down them by a lot. I got run off the interstate in Wyoming a few years ago by some guy that escaped mental patient that had stolen an ambulance driving 90 miles an hour with no headlights. And when you hear about somebody else's situation, you always think, well, I'm a good enough driver and I'll, I'll, I'll do the right thing and I'm not worried. And here's how it went for me. Ah! <laughs> He's in my lane! <laughs> wrong side of the highway, wrong side! Got another code word for you today at 820, but it's a new contest to celebrate the release of her new My Gift Christmas album. Carrie Underwood in Cat Country has a $5,000 gift for you. Code words 
put him in on the app, could win a $5,000 Amazon shopping spree, courtesy of UMG Nashville and Cat Country. Well, that's too bad it's going to be on Amazon because then our boss could dust off the old commercial that Paul and I cut for him where they put us in a shopping cart about 25 years ago and run that locally. Remember that? Oh, that was bad. <laughs> and they ran it year after year after year. Folks, we always say it's bad when you, it's a promo that you're in or it's a commercial that you've cut and you think it's not very good, and it's not very good. Also, could win a Traeger Grill. Post your best day hunting or fishing pictures, and just on Facebook, the people that are my friends, I have seen a large number of people, a lot of kids getting their first buck, both girls and boys. I think a lot more girls hunt now than when I was a kid. You know, I was almost killed over the weekend. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if I'd have been able to catch him, he would have been killed. Turning left again on mailbox with my hay trailer. Turn signal on, turning left, and somebody passes me on the double yellow and goes by me and all and almost broadsided me right in the side of the semi. Happens at least once a year. Wow. It's a double yellow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I start with a turn signal probably, you know, almost a quarter mile away from the road. Right. You come over the top of the hill. There's a big sign on the right that shows there's a road there. You can see the road in the sign, and uh, he passed me on the left, and he's lucky yeah, because the front of my semi was already halfway out into the lane as I was turning, and he veered over and went. He, he slid. I saw his back end. It slid, um, and he's lucky he didn't roll and kill himself. If he would have hit me, he would have either killed me or killed him. Um if he'd have hit the trailer, it would have killed him. But, yeah. Um, and I thought, you SOB, if I could only catch you. Maddie says I need to put a dash cam in there. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's what she said. And I know what he's driving. If I see him again, I'll chase him down. I know what he's driving. And uh, I'm on that highway a lot. Yes, you are. And I see the same people a lot on that highway Mm -hmm. and i know what he's driving but they pass you there double yellow pass you yeah yeah it's clear you you could even see there may not have been any cars coming but i'm turning jack Mm -hmm. piss me off you know because because i'm gonna get killed and every on every load i stop before I turn onto the highway, I check my tie downs, I check my brakes, and I check my turn signals to make sure everything's working. Every load, I know that's a little over the top, but I do it on every load. Right. And I haul dozens and dozens and dozens of load of hay down there. And uh, I check every one. I know it was working. Because when I stopped to turn into my gate, I checked it again to make sure it was working, and that even made me matter. If I could mount like a fifty caliber on top of the hood, mm-hmm. you know, and give him a couple rounds down the road, but um, he could have killed me, or I could have killed him. Well, I'm on the call list 
as a backup for fires. Can I get on the call list as a backup? Because I got a high-pursuit vehicle. I thought about it, actually. Yeah. I thought about calling 911, but then they wouldn't have done anything. No. If I would have said, this guy just passed me on a double yellow, uh, I'm turning left with a semi, and he almost hit me, and I almost killed him. They wouldn't do a damn thing. They're, they're just too busy, yeah. and uh, they just they wouldn't do a thing. So it's worthless to mm-hmm. call. Right, uh, you're wasting your time. Always a better idea to take the law into your own hands. That's what you, I farmer. was. That's <laughs> right, Mark. You're exactly right. Oh, I know. Yep. <laughs> I'm the arresting sheriff. I'm the judge, and I'm the executioner. <laughs> I got oh. the, I got that car lot down the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know who I know what they're driving, and I got a good look at it. You cannot pass on a double yellow. You know, we had a we had a neighbor of ours. Same thing. Um, years ago, she was killed. I remember that. She was turning left, and a woman uh, didn't slow down. Her turn signal was on. Hit her in the back of the vehicle and drove her into the oncoming lane, and then a pickup and a stock trailer hit her head on and killed her. Oh. Um, happens all the time. In fact, a couple neighbors of ours have been killed that way. And, um, it's not, not funny. And on my way home on, uh, my way home Saturday afternoon or yeah, I passed John, uh, coming home from Friday night. <laughs> and and I I pull over and I let him pass me on the dirt road so he doesn't have to eat my dust, you know. And the back of his pickup The back of his pickup is bouncing up and down. Uh-huh. I get to home, I said, "Hey, uh Hey John, you ever check your shocks on that pickup?" Oh, uh, no. I said, "You got no shocks left in that pickup." And I got about half pissed. You know, I said, I don't drive it. You drive it. You know better. You've been on a farm your whole life. You know how we do things out here. You know, if the thing's bouncing up and down, uh, you know, and you're only on the dirt road intermittently every 10 feet, probably you should have dad look at that. How, how can one of your kids? Because it's John. Okay. The, because it's John. The rest of them were pretty good. John ain't a biggie. You know, and there there's some people, a vehicle is just a tool to get from A to B, and if it starts, it's all that matters. So uh, I had to put new shocks. Both his shocks were destroyed. The rocks fly up and hit him, put a hole in him. Both of them were shot. Um, emergency brake cable was wrapped around the drive shaft about... 48 times and you know and uh that changed oil and all that john you ever look under here cleaned, at all? ever <laughs> cleaned out all the french fries and rbq sauces and taco bell packets and straw wrappers he collect you know what john collects <laughs> mark you know what john collects he's excited to hear straw wrappers well good for <laughs> straw wrappers yeah he's got about uh well thirty-five thousand straw wrappers in the front of his pickup uh-huh I cleaned those out. You know what else I found back there? Buried under all the gym shorts and basketball shoes and clothes? Hmm. My golf clubs. <laughs> they were there. I was wondering what happened to those. I found them, Mark. Good for you. Yeah, I found them. Buried under all the clothes. 
piss me off. One in a good mood anyway. And a rock screwed up the bolts and nuts and stuff so bad on the shocks. I had to torch them off. So, but that hay thing just ruined my whole weekend. Mm-hmm. It just ruined my whole, I was so mad. It ruined my whole weekend. That buffoon we have as a president, folks. I, I'm telling you. Oh, I hope we can survive with what they're doing. I just hope. And I hate talking about it every day, but he's such a buffoon. You know, they jumped him about the $450,000 that he wants to pay to illegal immigrants for the parent and the child that came into the country that may have been separated at the border. And he said, not going to happen, not happening. Well, his staff finally got a hold of him and said, hey, your attorney general's the one to put this through. It's happening. So then he defends himself yesterday and he looks at this chicken reporter who didn't have the guts to stand up to him. And he looks at this reporter and he said, hey, hey, they lost their child. They lost their child. They're going to be paid. And I thought, why don't you get grow a set, you, you goofy reporter, and challenge him on it and say, wait a minute. They, they chose that. First of all, they illegally came through numerous countries, came up to our border, avoided our law enforcement agency and authorities on the border on the dark of night, snuck through the border into America, breaking all of our federal law. They got caught. They got caught and were incarcerated and became separated with their children, a policy that you and Obama started. And now we, the American taxpayer, we have to pay them for breaking the law and sneaking into the country. Why, why do I, why does Mark, why do you vote? Why do we have to pay them? They were breaking our law. They tried to sneak into a country where they were not welcomed broke our laws, put at risk our law enforcement agency and our officers down there. And we have to pay them. And you folks, you Americans, you're responsible. You got to pay those people because of one of our policies from 2010 that separated them at a holding facility. You, not Joe Biden, Not Obama. They're not paying out of their pocket. You American citizens will pay each one of them $450,000. This is your guy, folks, that you voted for. $450,000 apiece? You pay him. You pay him. And in the meantime, in the meantime, you folks are all mandated to get vaccinated. You could lose your job, but what we're going to do is we're going to load... 100 people on an airplane who there are no vaccine mandates for and then through the dark of night you're paying for it we're going to put them on an airplane that you american citizens have to pay for damn it you pay for these people they'll fly to new york detroit chicago seattle we'll drop them off at night no vaccine mandates for all those people on the airplane but you americans you are the dirty bastards in this country you will pay you will be vaccinated and you will bow to the almighty joe biden and the democrats i tell you i have had it with them had it and you pay and you people pay And then they talk about this infrastructure bill, bipartisan. That wasn't bipartisan. Just because you get a few rogue 
Republicans who aren't Republican to vote for your bill? That doesn't make it bipartisan. No. Bipartisan. $1.2 trillion. 500,000, a half a million electric vehicle charging stations is what Joe Biden's pledging. Now, out of the $1.2 trillion, folks, $550 billion of it will go to infrastructure. Now, let me do the math for you if you came through School District 2. That leaves about $700 billion left for things other than infrastructure. Right. And the Republicans agreed to that? Well, they must have got something. Sure they did. Throw them out. They need to be gone. Americans have paid too much for too long, and it's time. It is time that we throw all of them out. And damn it, we demand a balanced budget with fiscal responsibility from here on out. It's all there is to it. It's just got to happen. It's got to happen. John Tester. Do you see those ads for him running on television? Call John Tester and tell him, I'm going to call John Tester. And I'm going to tell him, you need to resign. Because you aren't doing what's in the best interest of Montana and America. That's what I'd call him. Well, I'd call him a few other things. Half a million electric vehicle stations. Money could start flowing to states within a month after it's signed. What money? Where are we going to get it? How are we going to pass out $1.2 trillion in money when we don't have it? Where's it going to come from? Who are they going to borrow it from? Are they going to print it? Where? Where's it coming from? White House mandating all new car sales be half of all new car sales be electric by 2030. How are we going to supply them? With wind and solar? We're going to become a one a one energy nation, folks. One energy nation. We are so vulnerable. $7.5 billion for those charging stations. Analysts say the money's a good start, but it won't be enough to spur widespread electric vehicle adoption. The International Council on Clean Transportation. We need 2.4 million electric vehicle charging stations by 2030. Direct current fast chargers can charge a car up to 80% of its battery capacity in 20 to 45 minutes. Those should be placed where people need to charge quickly and get back on the road. 20 to 45 minutes. So, with all of the cars, look at, look at the, folks, have you ever been on 405 in Seattle <laughs> or out in LA on I-5 mm-hmm. or in Chicago or in anywhere do you know how many cars are out there that would need to be charged mm-hmm. this is their answer Chargers that run on a 240-volt electric simulator dryer are cheaper. They take eight hours to fully recharge a car. Eight hours. 
Eight hours? No. What What are they going to do if people don't buy electric cars? Well, that's just it. And we're seeing that already. There's just a certain percentage of people that are not going to get the vaccine. In spite of your mandates, in spite of losing jobs, all that kind of stuff. The, I, don't, I don't want a damn electric car. The spending bill would provide $12,500 in credits to consumers of an electric vehicle. You can have mine. 4500 if the vehicle was made at a unionized factory. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? I have never seen a party in people so crooked, so anti-American, so socialist, so far gone than I have this current Democrat party. I just, I've never seen, I can't even believe Americans would let this happen. So, and they describe this big bill, and that's all they talk about were the electric cars. <laughs> that's all they talk about. That's all they talk about are the electric cars. So, I got a question. How come not one single reporter said, well, then, when can we expect cooler weather in the southwestern part of the country then with this bill? Come on, damn it. Give me the answers. When can we expect a more normal hurricane season then since we got this bill? Electric cars, right? That'll do it. When can we expect that? Now, keep in mind, folks, you know we've only had seven hurricanes this Atlantic hurricane season. Seven. What? Seven. You notice how that has been dropped the weather channel they're so busy telling you what a bunch of sick people you are because you won't sell all your gasoline and get rid of your cars and burn your houses down and live in a grass hut because of the warming they're so caught up on that they're not reporting anymore about the hurricane season which is over and there were seven seven hurricanes in the atlantic hurricane season that's it seven Three of those storms were Category 3 or greater. Only three. Three. Well, that's not normal. That's far below normal. I know. That's why we're dropping it. Why haven't they talked about that? Folks, how many major floods, you know, floods, are so much more devastating and destructive now because of one reason. It costs more to rebuild now. You'd Oh, and what happened? Where are all our major, major floods this year? You know, the major floods. How many have we had? Well, we had that one in New York. It flooded the streets. Well, sure it did. Okay. What about the Mississippi? What about the Missouri? Hmm? How many times did those flood? How about the Ohio River? How many times did it flood and wipe out people? All of these major, where, California, Oregon, Seattle, where are all the major floods of the year? Do you remember them? No. No. If you folks would start watching the shows I watch, you'd learn a little bit about this stuff. The massive flood down in Arkansas in 1927, one of the largest floods ever, 1927. 
This was before global warming, greenhouse gas emissions, and attacks on billionaires. 1927. Flooded 66,000 square miles down there. It was unbelievable. Worst flood. Worst flood. Changed the landscape. Wasn't because of global warming. Do they teach kids about the archipelago up there in, in the Olympia Mountains? Northwest corner of Washington up there. And how all those islands and lakes were formed so many years ago by the glaciers. And they melted. And they carved those islands out. You know the glaciers are still there? Some of the glacier is still there. That ice was 3,400 feet thick. And some of it is still there. Folks, you know how long? First of all, how did those glaciers even freeze if global warming's a problem? <laughs> hmm? How did that even happen? And it's a damn good thing. Or that whole area would still have 3,400 acres of ice on it. You know... You, they talk about a weather extreme mark of 1.5 degrees over 100 years. You know how warm it had to get from the time those glaciers were formed to melt 3,400 feet of solid ice for thousands of miles? You know how warm it had to get and how much each year the temperature had to increase? And folks, that was thousands and thousands of years ago, and there's still ice left up there yet from that. How did all of that happen without a tax on billionaires and without greenhouse gas emissions? How did the weather change so dramatically over the course of those thousands of years? Because it does. Because it does. And now we got this infrastructure bill. Boy, this is going to change it. This is going to change it. Infrastructure. And this is another $550 billion towards climate. Listen to how they describe the bill. Mm-hmm. It's for climate. Charging stations. So where is the other $700 billion going? That's what I want to know. I can't find the information on the other $700 billion, where it's going. $1.2 trillion, $550 billion for infrastructure. And we had stupid Republicans agree to it. Where? Where's it at? Where's the 700 other billion dollars? And they're still working on their $3 trillion social economic justice bill. And that's a climate bill too. And where's all the money coming from? And where are our people? Aren't you folks sick of it? You got to pay your property taxes. How do you like writing that check every month or every year? It's so massive, they allow you to pay it in half, cut it in half. But quietly, there has only been seven hurricanes in the Atlantic hurricane season. Seven. So drop it. Don't even talk about that anymore. Article in the paper today. About a guy who uh, is telling you the virus will kill you. Um, yeah, and there's no articles in the paper today about people who got the virus and didn't even know they had it. All right. Uh, none of that either. F- a federal judge stopped the vaccine mandate. 
President Biden, now he's going to sue to counter that. Um, he's going to sue to counter that. And why 100, folks? Now, they, now they're talking about lowering it. Now they want to go to 50. Well, they, they just change. They, they just, every day, it's something new. Every day, it's something freaking new. Something they pull. Let's go through all this from, from day one. Uh, first, you don't need masks. Uh, it doesn't affect enough people. Okay, then we need masks. And then, uh, okay, now now everybody has to to stay uh, six feet apart. So every business in America puts six-foot stickers, and they're, they're everywhere. You know who made a bunch of money? The people that made the six-foot stickers. Right. So there's six-foot stickers everywhere. Well, then you, can't have, then you can't have more than six people in a house for the holidays. All right. And if you do meet your own family, you got to have mask on for the holidays. No more than six. Okay. Then we did that. Then uh, all of a sudden we had to have every, we closed down bars and restaurants because those were the only places where COVID spread were bars and restaurants. In the meantime, Target and Walmart and all those places were allowed to stay open. Isn't that quinky dink? Uh Big businesses were allowed to stay open. But, yeah, well, that's a necessity. No, 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 no. Because their recreational departments in those stores were still open. Right. They didn't, put a, they didn't put yellow crime tape around sporting goods or movie stores part and say, this is recreation. The only ones we're allowed to keep open is the necessities that you need, right? Oh, really? Well, somebody got some somewhere. So the big stores would say to open. Okay, so that's good. All right, then we got that. Now we opened them all up and said, well, we can open up everything now, but you need masks. Or wait a minute, then we changed that. Well, now we found out that the virus really kicks in after 11 p.m. at night. So now we'll allow the bars open, but you have to close at 11 because the coronavirus comes out at night between 11 and 2. It's really bad at night. So then they close at 11 to 2. All right. But they can only do 50% capacity. Got it. Got it. And it just was one thing after the next. Then you need one vaccine. Well, now you need two. Now you need a booster. But it was only for 65 and over and people with diabetes and people. No, now it's for everybody. Then we went 12 to 17. We threw that in the mix. By the way, if you're vaccinated, now, if you're fully vaccinated, now we want you to wear masks. Not only that, now we want you to wear a double mask if you're fully vaccinated. That's what we've just done. Double mask. Okay, great. Double mask. So now we're double mask. Double vaccinated, double masks. Now we've lowered it to 5 to 12. They need shots. Not only that, they need booster shots too. I mean, one thing after the next. So now... Now we got mandates for businesses with 100 employees. We will make that decision for you. By the way, if you're an illegal immigrant coming into the country, though, there are no vaccine mandates. You can come in. Not only that, we'll put you on a plane. You American citizens, damn it, you're paying for it. We'll fly you to a new city. Hope you get a job. Happy landings. They got different rules. Now we got mandates on places with 100. Now they want 50. Now they've decided, well, if 100's good, 50's even better. So now they're going to drop it down. They want to go to 50 employees. They want to go to 50. Okay, what's next? What the hell is next? Newborns? 
newborns. How about this one? Everybody has to get a COVID shot before you have sex. Why don't we do that? That way you already got it in you. That way if you create a baby, if you don't take advantage of a lot of abortion rules that we've got in place to where you kill it, it'll already be vaccinated when it comes out. Let's do that one. Or your baby has to be born with a mask on. If it's not born with a mask on, who in the hell knows what they're going to throw at next? Yeah, you're right. People are being fired. People are losing their jobs. People are quitting. Look at all of these numbers. And Dr. Fauci, he's the one changing it constantly. The CDC changing it constantly. FDA changing it constantly. And who's making the decisions? Not scientists. Politicians. Joe Biden's making the rules. Kamala Harris, head of the CDC, is making the rule. And we tie all this to infrastructure bills and taxes and rebates and tax credits and give money. Stay at home, we'll pay you. Stay at home, we'll add $600 a week to your unemployment check. That's not science. No. That's a great way to kill kill COVID. How do you kill COVID? It's the same thing as climate change. Well, we can change the temperatures all around the world if we tax billionaires. We can beat COVID if we add $600 to the unemployment check rather than just their standard unemployment. We can kill COVID with that. One thing after the another. Couldn't fly. Can't fly. You got to wear a mask. Got to wear a mask when you fly, folks. That's the only way we can pre- prevent the spread of COVID. But if you do the subways, at first, you didn't have to wear a mask on the subways. No. They stand arm in arm, Mark. You smell their armpits of everybody in the subways. There was, there was no mask requirement on subways or anything. Just airplanes. Then we moved on. Buses. Then we went to subways. Then you couldn't you couldn't fly into the country. You could not fly into the United States and you were tested and proved negative. But once again, if you wanted to run across a border instead of fly across it, you didn't need to be tested. And damn it, if you're separated because of our policy, you taxpayers are going to pay each one of them 450,000. Can I get my check please before I fly to New York? It's really expensive to live there. What the hell? That's why I need a vacation. <laughs> That's why if I'd have caught that kid that went around my semi, I'd have destroyed him. Yeah. Gas is up. Another nickel. And these stupid asses are asking the OPECers over there to increase their production in the Middle East. Why? Because oil that comes out of the ground in the Middle East doesn't affect global warming like oil that comes out of Texas or North Dakota. That's the one warming the nation. That's all science, Mark. That's their science. I know. Mm-hmm. And then this idiot is wants to shut down another pipeline as your gas went up five cents in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Affecting American families. Well, we'll give you a tax credit to buy an electric car, damn it. Well, that's that's easy. Then you don't have to pay for the price of gas. That's how he thinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how am I going to heat my home? 
How are we going to have enough electricity? Because your solar and your wind won't do it. Oregon is the state with the most solar and wind power generation anywhere in America, and it's only 6% of their power. And they're blacked out Mm -hmm. all over the West Coast. Dumb. Stupid. It's time America stands up and say it no more. Let's get some people in there who got some guts. Have the testicular fortitude to, mm-hmm. to tell people this kind of stuff. God. Ah, hell, I just spilt my coffee. I'm banging my cup around. <laughs> and it almost went right into the electrical socket. That would have been good. You know, a shorted out computer might be just what we need, Farmer. <laughs> yeah, what happens when there's a power outage in the middle of winter and everybody needs to charge their car? And the power's out from an ice storm. Hmm? Not going to happen unless you got a generator. I know. Doesn't make any sense to me either, but... It's not the answer. Electric cars are not going to change the temperature. No. I still have not seen the science on electric cars. And, and, and how many does it take since we can regulate temperature with electric cars, can we can we allocate the amount of cars in each state or each country to set the temperature the way we want it? <laughs> well, should be able to. Right. Because that, that's how they're selling it. Right. Can we make Miami cooler and Montana warmer if we put more electric cars out there? This is crazy to think we do we we have the power to control the temperature. By taxing, by vehicles, by policy, it's all that recreational dope. It's warping them up. <laughs> yeah, might God. have to get you some. <laughs> I, I, I need some, apparently. Something. God, Wilson. I think you're right. I may have to start drinking. <laughs> and then there's China. That guy. Where do you hear this? Cover that during news. They take over the House. They they got to invoke that twenty fifth amendment. They ju- they just have to, uh, and get rid of him. He he's not capable of doing his job. Just not. It's not fair to him. It really isn't. No, and like you say, what's his wife doing? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yep. Last week, get in for the flakes trip. I I wonder. You know, they must not have sent the cards out Friday because I got a pile here. Let me go find my shock-faced emoji. Yeah, I know. Starting to feel like the stepkids down here. I know. On our station. Yeah. Well, Paul, before you know it, it'll be time to trade out a piece of prime rib on a school night. (laughs) Hey, sweetheart. How are you? Thanks. We're going to have to put her on the payroll. We are. Well, we'll make a decision. As board members, we can do that. Mm Mm-hmm. The Flakes Giving Board apparently is quite a bit different from the Heights Water District Board. We don't have fights and people quitting. And yeah. Or the Federal Reserve. We don't have to fly to Jackson Hole, Wyoming to uh, to have our meeting. Something you folks pay for, too. That's another thing you pay for. I tell you, people ought to be madder than hell about, you should ask for accountability. I see people, 
I see people go up to a pizza counter and say, hey, we we ordered this without mushrooms. Yeah. And raise hell. And you let them take your money every day and nobody cares. Nobody cares. When I came in and got John shocks and stuff, I decided to pick up pizza for everybody on the way home. And I, I Mark... I almost walked out. <laughs> I'm. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that uh, God gave me a ranch. Because <laughs> you can go there. I can go there. Away from people. I can. I understand that. I can get there and I can just do my thing and I can breathe fresh air and God, I woke up. I woke up Sunday morning and, uh, walked outside and was walking down and, and, uh, I, I looked, I looked up and it was early in the morning and the sun was hitting my, my beautiful snowy mountains up there, mm-hmm. my beautiful snowy mountains. And I just, I just thank God for the day that I got to see that and uh and they're putting those massive steel forests all around and uh oh I was going to take another picture. I was down God, I'm just at Chatty Cathy today. It's okay, we got time. I was down in the basement and uh hauling a lot of the stuff that I had cleaned out of John's pickup back mm-hmm. down into the basement. You know, golf clubs, clothes, boots. Why, why isn't John involved in this process exactly? Uh, hello, NB2K tournament uh. or something. I don't know. He was gone. <laughs> he wasn't back from Friday night yet. <laughs> and um, boy. Oh, I was going to take a picture because uh, on... on uh, over by my guns, I got a picture of uh, from 40 years ago. And I had shot a deer 40 years ago. And there's a pip, and this was about November, the it was a week before Thanksgiving. It was about November 17th. And this was 1982. I remember it vividly. And I shot that deer. And it's about seven and eight o'clock in the morning after I had got back. And I'm hol- I was going to take a picture and blog about it, and I forgot about it. And I'm sitting there. I'm holding the deer head up like everybody holds their deer head up. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a T-shirt. And it's November 17th, 40 years ago. I'm in a T-shirt. That's impossible because mm-hmm. back then we always had normal weather, cold weather. Mark, I'm in a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It happens. And the following year... 1983, I believe, was the coldest November we had on record. More than 30 below for 30 days. Remember or that? I, I Remember did, we, eight? We, we drove. We drove to Memphis for Christmas in that. <laughs> oh, God. Three of us in a Mazda GLC. Uh-huh. That was a good time. Well, son, it's really cold, <laughs> and I'm smoking, and I can't put the windows down. So go ahead and breathe it in. Well, no wonder you drink. <laughs> I had three sisters. I should be drinking. Uh. But I, I was going to take a picture and say, look, this was 40 years ago, and it was 70 degrees on that day. 
And then the and and 365 days later, it was so cold in Montana in November you couldn't move anywhere. Mm-hmm. Fluctuations. That's right. It, every year is different. Yep, it is.